We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Knicks will probably go for the same strategy, but have to be careful not to foul in a three-point attempt with such little time remaining. Randall hits six straight free throws here in the fourth. Here's Halliburton, final seconds. Halliburton from half court puts it up for the tie. Off the mark, and the winning streak is at seven. What a gritty win for the Knicks on the road. Getting too old for this shit. Getting too old for this shit. I am turning 40 in five months. Less than five months. This is not our 39-year-old man supposed to be spending his Sunday nights. Um, this fucking team. The Knicks win. The Knicks win. The Knicks somehow. <laughs> somehow the Knicks win this game. Um, a game that they would have figured out 18 different ways to lose at the beginning of this season. Um, and most of the seasons, quite frankly, over the last 20 years. Um, but they found a way to win this one. Um, this is without question, uh, I think the best win of the season for a couple of reasons. One, they actually needed to win it down the stretch after they nearly lost it several times. Um, down by six with. What was there? Three and change left or three, three minutes about where give or take a, a little bit down six. You were like, okay, well, it was fun. Well, lasted. I think it was when uh, one of the Pacers hit, hit a three. Um, that was just a great shot. You know, it was, it was a decent contest. Um, and you just, you know, you tip your cap because, and I was going to, I was prepared to come on here and try to put a positive spin on a loss. And the way that I was going to put the positive spin on the loss is I was like, look, this season thus far when teams before the new starting lineup and especially since the rotation changes in the seven game winning streak um, teams were coming in and just firing away from deep with absolutely reckless abandon. And they were making way, 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 way too many of those shots. Now during the six game winning streak by and large teams have been missing their threes. We've been saying it already at some point, at some point, a team was going to get hot against the Knicks. And it was not going to be because the probably hoped, we hoped, it was not going to be because the Knicks suddenly reverted back to form in terms of how they were defending the three-point shot, but because just, it's the NBA. It's 2022. There's a lot of really freaking good shooters in the league. And some of them are on the same team, like Indiana. My, oh my, is this team, like, they're not tanking anything unless they just trade away and, and sit everybody because they're really good. Um, 
but we're not talking about the Pacers right now. Indiana tonight went 13 of 38 from deep, um, ended up at only 34%. But for the majority of this game, they were shooting the lights out of the ball. And they thankfully missed the ones that they needed to miss down the stretch. Let's give credit to luck where credit is due. There were a couple of, there was one possession. I think that was the offensive rebound um, that they got and they got an extra, extra look from behind the arc as the, as the clock was winding down, but the paces were firing away. And the real key stretch for the Knicks in this game, when they could have wilted and died and when they would have wilted and died at the earlier portion of the season is the third quarter. When the Pacers started off in the third quarter, I believe seven of 12 from downtown um, after having a decent first half uh, shooting the ball. And the Knicks just, they stayed in it. They stayed in it. They stayed in it. They stayed in it. Next stretch of the game. That was a pivotal stretch of the game. Brunson goes out. Randall goes out. No offense on the floor. It's quickly is in a bad place right now. We'll talk to him. RJ got one bucket during that stretch. Deuce hit a big three, but largely they could not buy a bucket. They still stayed in it. And then in the fourth quarter, Pacers took a couple of two possession leads and they stayed in it. And they didn't wilt and they didn't die and they didn't give up and they didn't back down. And they just made plays. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't fancy. This is not one you're gonna you're gonna put in uh, in Naismith anytime soon. The tape of this game, but they want it. They want it, and that's what matters for this team right now. They're finding ways to win games, and they're finding different ways to win games. Yes, there is a there is a stabilizing foundational piece for all of it, and that is the defense. And like again, the Pacers hitting a lot of shots tonight. The defense, I never felt really wavered. I never felt like their defense like gave up. I never felt like their defense let go of the rope. Um, so that was huge for them. And then like, so yeah, that's their identity, but like different heroes every night and different guys coming up big. And there's, we, we could, I could sit here and wax poetic about almost every player that played in this game because most of the Knicks had a big moment here or there. Um, I thought Mitchell Robinson was an absolute animal on the glass um, and protecting the rim. Like you, it's just, there's such a difference when he's in the game now from, and I don't want to like blame Hartenstein, but it's like even Sims Mitch is playing at a, a borderline all defense level. So he was great. Quentin Grimes, huge, massive three um, to in the closing minutes. His defense tonight was outstanding all night long. I know he had the brain fart there by half court, but like I'm not about to kill him for that. Um, so big moments from Grimes, big moments from Deuce on defense. And that three was huge in the moment to tie up the game. Um, RJ Barrett, 24 points, 10 to 19 from the field, 42 big minutes. This guy is playing 40 minutes every night for this team. It's not perfect. There's the couple of boneheaded plays um, on offense that you'd like to have back. There is not you know, always the level of uh, contesting and, and closing out uh, that, that you want on the other end, but he's, he's doing enough. He's rebounded. He's in an okay place. Um, I'm sure I could think of some reasons to praise the other guys as well. I'm going to close the intro by talking about two men and that's Jalen Brunson and Julius Randall and the play of the game for me without question. And actually it's two, sorry, two plays of the game for me because he did it twice in the last minute. 
And shout out to Fred Katz. I've been shouting him out a lot uh, recently on this because he's been doing fantastic reporting. Um, but a quote he had in a recent article was from Randall. And he talked about how he's so much more comfortable now that the Knicks are switching more. And you could see it. You could see his intensity rise. You could see his comfort level on the defensive end rise. And twice in the last minute, he got switched onto Halliburton, who's who's an, who's probably going to be an all-star this year. I, I hope it doesn't come down to him or Jalen Brunson or, for that matter, him and Julius Randle, for all we know. Um, but he's playing like an all-star. He's he's leading the league in assists. He's been awesome. He's been by far the best player for this Pacers team. All due respect to the other guys they have. And um, some of them played very well tonight. Switched onto that dude on the perimeter. Twice. Final minute. Held his ground both times. Outstanding. And then to sink all six of the free throws down the stretch to ice the game. Um, what more can you say? Uh, picked up. And I should say... You know, he got a lot of praise for his defense on Friday night, and correctly so. Picked up right where he left off. Um, 25 points on 7-17 from the field. Got to the line 12 times. Obviously, half of those were at the end there. The most impressive thing to me about all this is the way that game ended on Wednesday night when all of us were here losing our shit about the end of regulation. It It's like it never happened. Like the guy we're seeing is just playing harder on defense and he's making better. I thought his decision making tonight, Julius Randle's decision making tonight was outstanding the entire evening. He had, I think, one, and Breen called it on the broadcast, one spin into a double team, whatever. One, one play that I could think of the entire night where Julius Randle made the incorrect play on either end of the floor. Outstanding work from Julius Randle. Um, has completely turned around his season in every way, shape, or form. And then last but not least, we haven't we haven't played our parlor game in a while because the Knicks have been playing pretty well. But I'll ask again: Where is this team without Jalen Brunson? Better, better question: Where are the Dallas Mavericks without Jalen Brunson? Think they miss him? Think they miss what he does on the court? Think they miss what he brings off the court? Sitting there at fifteen and fifteen. Ninth place in the Western Conference, fighting like hell to stay in the playing picture. They don't want to offer him $55 million for four years. Now he's making almost twice that. And it is one of the best bargain contracts in the NBA because that dude came in here and completely turned upside down what was a situation that was teetering on the brink of disaster. And I understand that there's a lot of fans out there who wanted disaster because they just wanted everybody gone or certain people gone. And there may still be fans out there who are just like, look, this is cute. It's a cute story. Seven in a row. Hoo-ha. Um, they're not going anywhere. And you know what? Again, it's let's don't worry about those conversations. This team has had 20 winning streaks in their history longer than the seven game winning streak that they're on right now. 20 and less than a handful of those, I believe. Um, have come in the last 20 years. So seven in a row, they are not here without Jalen Brunson. They are not a competitive team this year without Jalen Brunson. Every t- It's like clockwork. It, just like so many years, we would sit and watch this team and, and like clockwork, we would wait for the moment where they got hit in the mouth or or the or the team that they were playing even had the, a scintilla of a thought of hitting them in the mouth 
And again, I'll use the same word. They would just wilt and lay down and die and evaporate into dust. Now, when they need a big shot or need a big play or just are in need of a moment or in need of stabilization, who is the guy without fail to pick up the slack? It's Jalen Brunson. And tonight, that moment was when he checked in the game in the fourth quarter and he hit um, I, he hit at least one three. My, I, again, I was going I was losing my mind at this game. Um, and then he had a nice assist to Julius Randle. He had uh, just that stretch at the beginning of the fourth. When he walked on the floor, it was like, OK, calm down, boys. Um, and then, you know, it's like what, I, I'm running out of things to say about this player. Um, he finished the game tonight with 30 points on 22 shots, uh, hit all three of his threes. Excuse me. I forgot that hit all five of his free throws. Um, you know, four turnovers more than he, than he usually has, but we'll forgive him for that. This is a guy that we thought was going to be out for weeks, a month. I, I, I don't know. And did he, did he just have his best three game stretch of the season? Did the Knicks just have their most impressive three game stretch of the season? If that's not a leader. And if that's not, the description of a guy who is a culture changer, then I don't know what is. And the Knicks needed to have their culture changed after last year because it was going sideways. Um, and they got it. And they got it when they signed this kid. And I, I say kid on purpose because he's still kind of young. Um, and I just, I can't wait to watch him hopefully for a very, 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 very long time in a Nick uniform. Uh, seven in a row, baby. <laughs> What are we doing? What are we doing here? All right. I think I've I've pontificated uh, enough losing my mind. A reminder from our friends before we get to the super chats at Winbet. I always I keep saying on these things. I hope you bet the Knicks. Well, I saw before the game, I th- I think they were it was even money. Andrew will pop in here and let me know if I'm off by that. If they ended up favored, favored by one or two, I think I'm pretty sure they covered either way and they definitely got the money line. So I don't know how many straight games this is that the Knicks are covering the spread and, uh, and obviously winning the money line because they're winning all the games. Download the WinBet app or visit www.winbet.com to start winning. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100. Win $100. Download. Bet. Win. It was even money. Thank you, Andrew Claudio, for the Knicks to uh, win this game. So they covered again. How sweet it is. Um, oh, it was a pick them on the spread. Okay. So Vegas thought these two teams were evenly matched. And you know what? Having just watched this game, <laughs> I'm not sure I dif- disagree. But the Knicks come out on top. All right. I can't wait for this one. Uh, let's let's have some fun. Robert Cross, you knew he was going to get in first. First time, long time, John. Another easy win on our seven-game winning streak here, just as we planned it. Hashtag 53 wins. Hashtag giddy up. I know you're... Ha- Robert, you always believed. I don't think they're on a 53-win pace quite yet. Um, they, they may need to win a few more games before they actually get on that pace. They are winning 56.7% of their games. So um, that is on pace for 46, 47 wins, if I'm being a little generous, 47 wins. So we got to win another couple, another two, three in a row, maybe. Maybe we get the streak up to 10 in a row, and then we might get on your 
your 53 win pace. We'll see. Thank you, Robert. Ryan Wong, please inject Grimes locking up Hallie in my veins. His late turnover makes me feel like we've taken his offensive IQ for granted. We don't see those often. I had the thought, um, a certain someone who may have just put a super chat in the, uh, started us off with his super chat was lamenting that turnover to me uh, off, off air. And I'm like, that's the first boneheaded play Grimes has made on either end of the, the court all year. And I'm, I'm not being facetious. I, I mean, he's had like errors in coverage where he maybe like bit on a pump fake or something like that. But in terms of like a, a boneheaded play, like a play where he like kind of had a brain fart first one all year. Um, his offensive IQ is outstanding. There was a reason he's not still a point guard. Um, there are, there are reasons why the guys that do that job are very good at it and um, why Jalen Brunson is very good at it. Um, his defense all night, you know, I we're going to have a lot of RJ praise and, and RJ was very good. Hear that, Andrew? He was very good. Make sure I enunciate my words clearly. Um, however, it is a stark contrast between you know RJ who at this point is who is a a an average um wing defender uh will be kind and a guy like Grimes who's becoming one of the best wing defenders in the league and his closeouts um the way he fights around screens just his speed his reaction just everything just everything um you can't play perimeter defense better than he's playing right now um certainly one on one and I would argue that he's pretty good off the ball too uh, he's just, you know, he's six, four. That's the only thing that's ever going to hold him back is he's a couple inches too short as, as Benji always likes to say. Um, if he's a couple inches taller, he's going to be, a, he would be a perennial all defense candidate or entrant. Uh, thanks Ryan. Forgotten NYC nearly vomited in my mouth, but a gritty win seven in a row. Seven in a row. You got to win the gritty one. Sometimes I would argue that this is better because it was gritty. They needed to prove to themselves that they could win one of these games like this that came down to the wire, and they did. So good job by then. Anthony Six, though. Turner missed free throws, leading to a three-on-two fast... Three fast break, two were frustrating. Um, On cue, Brunson nails a critical three and a fast break, two. We got that guy. I want nine. Hashtag RJ streak. Um... Man, I mean, we're two, we're two away. We're two away, and they got Golden State without Steph, um, <clears throat> which you know I, I don't want to. I don't want to take. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not writing any W's. No, no, no writing W's down. But they got Golden State, and then they got Toronto, and I will always fear Toronto, and I fear Golden State because there's there's still championship pedigree there. Can they get to nine? Yeah, they can get to nine. Well, it's not going to be easy, you know, um, but they have an identity now and I feel confident whether they stop at seven or get to eight or get to nine or push past nine. It, they're now a team that we could be proud of and we, we could just stop the hand wringing. I mean, my God, that was so tiring and exhausting in every way. Um, but yeah, Brunson made the right place. What can you say? Thanks, Anthony. Dan Hidalgo, J-Mac, I'm all in. The Pacers wanted this one. You're damn right they wanted this one. They're, again, they're not tanking. They're not going to. I, I was thinking to myself as I was watching the game, like if let's say, that, well, here's the thing now, right? With the Anthony Davis injury, I think that trade might be off the table. So who's given them what they want for Turner and Hield? 
um, as my daughter goes to bed. Good night, Sassy. Love you. Um, who's giving them what they need? I guess would be the better way to say it for to give up uh, Turner and or Healed. Um, yeah, you take Healed off this team. I mean, it hurts, but like, whatever. Anyway, I'm going off on a diatribe about the the freaking Indiana Pacers. Um, yeah, they wanted this one and they didn't get it, and they were home. Uh, Tibbs has his team playing like they don't intend to lose another game. I mean, this. I, 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 I always I always lock up now when I when someone tries to bait me into saying something nice about Tom Thibodeau. But like this is you know, this is what you get traditionally, historically, when you have Tom Thibodeau as your coach. Um when guys are I mean, I, I said this after the Mavs game. If guys are bought in and guys are executing the scheme properly, Tom Thibodeau could look like the greatest coach in the freaking league. <laughs> you know? Um, I don't think anyone has any more complaints about his rotations or substitution patterns or who's playing, who's not playing, like any of that stuff. He's making, he made all the right moves. He's making all the right moves. Um, so yeah, um, he hasn't playing well. He hasn't playing well. So good job by him. Uh, thanks, Dan. Yanni, what's going on, Yanni? Hey, KFS, great win. I get that we have three good offensive players, but Quentin Grimes cannot be Mitch. He needs to get more involved in the offense. By the way, the Julius Randles trying on defense lasted one game. Oh, well. Um, did Julie, Did I miss something about this game? Uh, Julius Randle was outstanding defensively. Uh, I don't know what game you watched. I, I Feel free to for anybody to chime in and, and back up Yoni's point. I thought Julius Randle was awesome on defense. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about WinBet, the official sports book of Nick's Film School. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, the WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to start winning. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. Andrew, nice to see all starting five finish the game. Hashtag we back. Um, I mean, it's one of the best starting fives in the league since they've gone to it. It's certainly the most used starting five in the league since they went to this five-man unit. They're outscoring teams by a bunch. Um, it makes a lot of sense. Just to the last comment, um, like Grimes is doing exactly what he needs to do on the offensive end. I think it, you just, I think you want to see Grimes shoot more, but I think at the same time, the scouting report's out and teams are making it a point to make sure he doesn't beat them. But he's so smart that when they do run him off the line, he's making the right plays. He had a couple of nice drives tonight. Always seems to make the right play, make the right pass. Um, It just works. Um, That is the correct five-man unit that should be closing every game right now with how the players are performing. I'll say that. Thanks, Andrew. Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kev? We missed you, we hear, New York Knicks. Glad to have you back. But this time, um, we don't have Elf. We have Jalen Brunson. He? He or him? Hopefully, Benji's not watching. Uh, Mitch is a beast, and Randall hit clutch free throws. Yeah. Everything's working. It's like a, it's a functioning basketball team. I, more so than two years ago. Um. Let, let the, the team from two years ago, they, they certainly knew exactly who they were and they knew their roles and they executed those roles pretty, really, really well. Um, that team, that team might have been a deeper, that team was a deeper team, I think, because like that'd be an interesting, maybe I'll write about that over Christmas break or something, comparing this year's team to the team two years ago. Cause like obviously this team has Brunson, they're also playing a nine man rotation. They have two players coming off the bench for them in uh, Deuce McBride and Emmanuel Quickly, who are offensively are, let's just say they're they're not what Derrick Rose was uh, offensively uh, two years ago, um, and you know it's it's an interesting comparison. At the same time, this team has Jalen Brunson, and that team didn't. Uh, RJ's playing very differently. Randall, I would I would argue Randall's Randall's better um, offensively how he's playing right now. Uh, Partially because he doesn't have to do as much heavy lifting. And Quentin Grimes is a better version of Reggie Bullock. He could do more stuff than Reggie Bullock. And he's every every bit as good a defender. Maybe better. Robert Cross, is it fair and reasonable to say that we hashtag ride with Randall? If so, can we be sure the Jekyll and Hyde days are over? Hashtag 53 wins. Hashtag ride with Randall. Look at you. Did someone someone send a call 911 to Robert's house? 
make sure he's not tied up in the basement. I don't know. They have basements in San Diego. Um, and that someone's not typing on his, his laptop or whatever. Um, is the, you know, there's the, there's the old saying, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. I, I hope not. I mean, I, I mean, I, I hope, yes, I hope the Jekyll and Hyde days are over. He is still a volatile basketball player. I think if your argument is that the Jekyll and Hyde days are over, that argument starts and ends with Jalen Brunson and the fact that Brunson is here and that Brunson is the stabilizing force that Julius Randle needed um, last year and you know maybe in the playoffs against the Hawks and, and that he didn't have. So what is he with Brunson? Maybe he's a different version of himself. At the same time, like honestly, we don't even need to have that conversation because the way they're playing and the way Randall's playing, they're not going to trade him unless it's for a, a star player. They're just not. Um, so at least now we, we can stop worrying about it because it's not going to happen. Um, yeah. So we, maybe we could put it to bed. Will Oliver, what's going on, Will? Cardiac win. Brunson's three revived us, and Randall's free throw shooting was as clutch as we've seen from him. Just, yes, it was as clutch as we've seen from him. I got a little nervous, especially early on when he missed, uh, I think he missed his first three free throws that he took in this game. So um, not a great start, which is weird because he, he nailed the, he, I think he nailed a, a couple of threes early and then um, and then cooled off from deep um, moving forward. But anyway, just a gritty game. Our boys showed a ton of heart. Yeah, they did. Um, oh, here we go. The Raptors well on their way to their eight loss in 10 games, trailing the Curryless Warriors by 20 in the fourth. And the Wizards have also lost nine in a row. And the Bulls um, are, I believe, trailing the Wolves at halftime. It seems like the Knicks have secured some nice positioning for themselves in the old Eastern Conference. Wild stuff. Thanks, Will. Um, Danny K, I am speechless. I am without speech. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> Hashtag enjoy the wins. This is reminding me of the nine-game winning streak from... A couple years ago, because I definitely ran out of things to say, at least intelligent things to say. I'm sure I was saying words. I don't know how much sense any of them made. David! David Futternick. For those fans of a certain age, we will always relish beating the Pacers. Another easy dub. Cue the, uh, cue the old man uh, picture that you like to send out. Um, uh, it's weird because like not only men of a certain age who remember way back when, but we also did have that one playoff series, which for a lot of people of another age, it was a very, very huge deal and is arguably the, the most significant, not arguably is the most significant playoff series of their life um, rooting for this team. So yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's never not going to be sweet to be the Pacers. I think the heat are the more, like the the rivalry for me that has the greater holdover effect from the nineties because Riley is still there. And you know, obviously nobody, nobody is still with the Pacers who was with them back then. Um, but yeah, it's sweet. It's very sweet. <laughs> Thanks, David. Juanon, what's going on? Juanon, Mark Cuban botching the brunch and negotiation is the best thing that happened to the Knicks basketball since the Knicks basketball since PJ Carlissimo got a sleeper hole. <laughs> you gotta capitalize on other teams. Screw it up. Um, 
I'm going to finish this comment and then I, I have I have a response. Can't wait till Marky Mark does it again with Luca. Great win. Um, we, a lot. There's been a lot of talk about um, most significant Knicks uh, or best Knicks free agent signings. I think at this point we we pretty comfortably have to go back to Allen Houston to for a comp for for Jalen Brunson and what this signing has meant. I would argue that Brunson's a bigger deal because of the unique place that this team was in right now. I'm not saying this team is as good as the team that Allen Houston signed with uh, or had that ceiling. Um, and maybe for you, that means that the Houston signing by, by definition was bigger because it, it increased the ceiling so much more. Um, but I think this is bigger. I think the better comp is what you just nailed is the Spreewell because Spreewell, I mean, the difference is obviously Spreewell came here under kind of a, a shroud of like not not great stuff. Um, but everybody, the day we got him, everybody, we all knew that the talent was there and that he was a freaking dog. And that's why he's my favorite Nick of all time. Um, this was not that. Although, although there were a lot of like smart people who were like, yeah, we know J- Jalen Brunson's a good player, but like if he's the best player on your team, like what, what are you? Well, he, he's, I, I got news for you. He's the best player on this team. I understand Randall's making it close now. Um, different players, obviously, but in terms of for what this team needed, man, you know what I can't wait for, for me and Andrew to do our duos draft where we draft the best duos in the league. Uh, I wonder where, and it's going to be Randall. It's going to be Randall, barring something crazy. Uh, it's going to be Randall and Brunson. I wonder where they're going to go. That should be interesting. Look forward to that for our uh, for our Patreon. Uh, Hush Sue, what's going on, Hush? As up and down uh, as RJ has been, at the very least, I can always be confident in him going off on the Pacers like clockwork. Hashtag, I hate this team. Hashtag, let me be miserable. They're not going to let you be miserable. I don't know who you should blame for that. Should you blame Tibbs? Should you blame... Brunson, blame Brunson. First and foremost, blame Brunson. Keith, thank you for the generous contribution, Keith. Just started my cruise vacation, so I'm out at sea and service is spotty, but I had the chance to chime in and show love and shout out KFS and the entire community. I'm so hyped. Jalen Brunson for president, hashtag number seven. You know what's nice about being an Knicks fan, other than the fact that we're currently tied with the Philadelphia 76ers for fifth place in the um, Eastern Conference? It's that you know when this team's going good and this team is doing something special, which I think they're in the midst of doing something kind of special right now. Um, there are people all over the world who are stopping what they're doing. Doesn't matter what they're doing. They could be on a cruise with their family or whatever. They, I mean, any country, any continent, they're stopping what they're doing and they are smiling. And they are reveling in what is happening. That's the cool thing about being a Nick fan. And it's why this community is the most special community, as far as I'm concerned, in all of sports. I know other New York fan bases have it good. And there's a lot of fans around the world. But like, who's been through what we've been through and has stuck it out? Robert Cross, it's your boy, John. Tell me, please tell me that you have cutlets tonight. You need cutlets tonight. Hashtag 53 wins. What do I have tonight? I had some um, delicious tortas for dinner at around four at an early dinner. I wanted to eat before the game uh, around four o'clock. I don't know what food I have in the house. 
We did not get a chance to go shopping this weekend. Bad job by me. Uh, I'll come up with something. I don't know what. Greg film stuff. Thank you so much for the very generous contribution, Greg. Jules had a meh game up until those huge six free throws to close. I, I shooting wise, yeah, shooting wise, he didn't he didn't score a lot. But that's what I loved about his game so much is I think he really found a, a way to help the team in other ways. I really was very impressed with his defense tonight. Um, and I I thought he just made the right play a lot, and that's the part that I, I know I keep saying it, but I. I feel pretty strongly about that. I want to go back and rewatch and, but I felt good about his process the entire game. Um, ended up with yeah three assists, three turnovers, 14 rebounds. He's killing it on the class too. That's the other thing. Anyway, RJ played great. And then there was a point in the third where he got careless with the ball, like the no look alley-oop to Sims. Um, best win of the year. And Nesmith is annoying as fuck. Um, I thought RJ again, played very good. I thought he started off the game terribly, picked it up after a few minutes and had a really nice stretch in the middle of the game. And then, like you said, started to fall off there with some sloppiness in the third quarter. But he had some really nice moments. I just I just want RJ to be more consistent in. I want RJ. to be, I think he's do, he's we're, we're, the hump we've gone over is I think we've gotten gone over the hump of like. The consistency game to game, I think he's been fairly consistent game to game. That you know by the end of the night, you're gonna look up at his stat line, you're gonna overall judge his performance and be like, okay, solid. I want more consistency within games. And I guess I guess basically what I'm asking him to do is, you know, be an all-star because like guys who are consistent game to game and consistent within each game, those are those are all-stars, uh, if they're gonna handle the ball as much as RJ. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Yushen Zhu, what's going on, Yushen? What a win. I'm sure last year's Julius Randle would have missed at least two of those last six free throws. What a turnaround. Hashtag we back. I think I like we back. And I don't know. Would he have missed them? I have no idea. Nick Greenberg. Cats tweets. It's the longest road streak since 2012, 2013. That sounds right. That year, kid was the steadying fourth quarter presence. In 2022, it's Jalen Brunson. Glad to have him in his prime versus the tail end. Yeah, that was Jason Kidd's. Was he 39 or was he? I want to say he was 39. Uh, could be off by a year, though. Uh, Jalen Brunson is not 39, thankfully. I'm 39. Not thankful for that. Haitian Ferg, what's going on, Haitian? Tibbs has the team rolling, deserves an apology. I'm, I'm not calling for that apology. I'll let, I'll let, the, I'll let the, the folks out there who want to do that call for it. Thanks, Haitian. Gregorio Vincent, how far is this team really from being a contender. I, I mean, <clears throat> you know what? That's a good question because I think it's seven wins in a row. It's the longest winning streak in the league. Um, you know, obviously there's lots of good things happening here. Has it really changed anything in terms of like their ceiling? Cause like you could argue that before the seven game winning streak after the Mavs game, you know, James Dolan could have fired everybody and they could have started from scratch. And there's an argument that they, you know, depending on who they brought in to do X, Y, and Z that they'd be, uh, you know, they, they, they'd be in a different position, but like, would they be in a better, better position then I, again, that depends on how you, how you view the process of team building and how you view 
the inherent benefits that come from winning. Um, I think. I think here's what I think. <clears throat> the conversation before the season was the Knicks still need two stars. I think at this point you have to there has to be an adjustment to that conversation. Um in the sense that like are they cuz they they like they need they still need the guy. I will I will sing Jalen Brunson's praises up and down, left and right, until I am blue in the face. They still need the guy. It has to be the right guy. I don't know who that guy is or where he's going to come from, but they still need that guy if they're going to be a a true contender. A true contender. That being said, if they if they, if like is there a if they're a move like are they are they that guy away basically? As opposed to two weeks ago where we were like, oh, my God, this team's in no man's land. Like, what the hell are they going to do? I think that conversation is done. I think there's there's clear evidence that there's good stuff happening and that there are pieces here, a lot of pieces here that are part of the eventual solution. And including some pieces that if you would ask me two weeks ago about, oh, is there a chance that this guy is going to be around long term and he's going to be part of like when this team starts really like competing for things, I would have, I've changed my tune. Um, I'm not above admitting that I, I, I have a tendency to flip flop, but we have new evidence. So is it flip flopping? I, I mean, I feel like the more we see, the more we learn. Busy. What's going on, busy. Um, I'm glad we got the win, but why was everyone allergic of using the timeout? Instead, there was doing some boneheaded plays. I mean, it, weird things happen at the end of games especially for a team like this that hasn't really been in this situation um, down the stretch. Uh, you live and you learn. Luckily, they are learning with a win tonight. So, yeah. Thanks, Busy. Rob Delusma, what's up? JM and our man, Andrew. Randall's here. He's been fantastic. The hate needs to stop. I completely agree. And there was no bigger hater than me out there at all. Um, he's completely He's turned everything around. Like, I don't, I just, I just don't know how you can complain about him right now with what he's doing. He is maximizing his potential as an NBA player. Um, I don't really have anything else to say about it. I don't think he could play better than this. Jason Feldman. What's going on, Jason? John is the deuce loose. I'll hang up and listen. I wish he was loose a little bit. You know, it's, it's unfortunate because, <clears throat> and this is some bad luck, right? If you're Deuce, I think he's playing well enough and I need to do an updated uh, search for his his free throw, his uh, three point percentage since he joined the rotation. But I'm pretty sure even after a one for four night tonight from deep and all four of his shots that he took were from from long range. I'm pretty sure he is still has a has a nice three point percentage again since he got into the rotation and if you take out the first game which he was 04 he has a really nice percentage um so you know that if he could just hit open threes with what he brings on defense that's all you need from him as an offensive player just hit the open threes the bad luck comes in two forms one 
this team's starting point guard is whatever Jalen Brunson is, six foot two. And a lot of teams have starting point guards who are who are bigger than that. Some obviously have jumbo playmakers. There are teams around the league that run their offense through a bevy of players who are not the starting point guard. All of those sorts of things, if they were the case on this team, would allow Deuce Pride to get more minutes, as would the if they had a true bench scorer, a true bench guy. And the two, and I'll, I'll say the first probably negative thing that I'm going to say on this on this live stream. I, I love the idea of RJ with the bench. I think it's he should get minutes right now on the bench units. I, I like that look. It makes a lot of sense. It's good for his development. It's good for the team right now. It's the best option they have. Those minutes can be a struggle. And I'm not, I'm not, and the blame should not go mostly on him because there's somebody else on those bench units that should be doing or splitting at the very least the heavy lifting. And that's Emmanuel quickly and Emmanuel quickly. Now, I mean, his last four games, I think I could do this from memory. He was four of 11, four of 11, four of 10. The last game he, I don't even know what he shot last game, but it was, it was atrocious. And he was two of eight tonight. Um, It's, it's an issue because they, it's just, it's really tough for them to survive those bench minutes without bunch Brunson and Randall. If, if one of those two guys is not going to be able to step up and, you know, quickly, he's just not in a great place right now. And RJ, sometimes he does it. Sometimes he, he doesn't. It, it's just, that's hard for him too. He's better playing alongside a guy like Brunson and a guy like Randall, ideally, you know, both. Um, so that's bad luck for Deuce too, because it makes, his inability to do more on the offensive end stand out more because of those other struggles that are going on. But is he loose? Yeah, he's loose. He's loose. I, I just I, I want to see more of him. That's the only thing. And I, but at the same time, I can't sit here and be like he should be playing more because I, I don't believe that either. Greg Moran, what's going on, Greg? Thanks for the contribution. Down six with one forty-five left. That's what it was. They were down six with one forty-five left. My goodness. Jalen Brunson busts out the Undertaker gif and brings them back to life. MSG is on a 13 game winning streak. You're up, Rangers. Reminds me of when uh, was it Tiger and was it Tiger and and uh, Federer used to text each other about when one would win a major. Um, every time one would win a major, and and they you know give the other one shit. Yeah, maybe that's what this is turning into. 